0: Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, we're having a giveaway in honor of a year of scriptural study. And since we are so happy to hear our listeners participate in our scriptural study, we are giving away a Cifa Bible worth $110 plus tax. This giveaway is open to all listeners. And the requirements to enter are to send me an email at, this is one word, Cliff Note. the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. Number one, introduce yourself. Number two, let me know how I'm doing. And number three, tell me how you are benefiting from this program. You can be as short or as detailed as you want. And you can also enter more than once. The winner of the drawing will be announced on June 18th, 2022. That's the Sabbath. Thank you for being a part of our platform and good luck. Hello, everyone. From time to time, I will be uploading um, really important information to the platform for your spiritual edification and what I'm going to call these um, little pieces of information um, I'm going to call them scriptural jewels so every now and again I will upload a scriptural jewel from someone who is um, knowledgeable in the scriptures to give you some information for your edification So enjoy. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, Comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use.
1: Shabbat Shalom, family.
2: Shabbat Shalom.
1: Can everyone hear us okay? Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah. <clears throat> this is the day that you who have made, we are going to rejoice. We shall rejoice and be glad in this day.
1: Hallelujah. Can everyone hear us now? Good, good, good. Hallelujah. This is the day that Yah has made. Exactly. And we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. You know, I'm so thankful. these weeks are flying. <laughs> yes, I mean, it seems like when the minute Shabbat ends, and then the first day of the week comes, and then next thing you know, it's the middle of the week, and then next year, you know, Shabbat rolls around again. Yeah. It's amazing how fast time is flying, yes, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. But we're going to yeah. go right into the lesson. Today's lesson is titled... What spirits cleave to you? Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to say this, okay? And I want you to understand what's going on with these spirits, okay? You have different types of spirits. You have satanic spirits, which are demons, okay? And you have fleshly spirits. Mm-hmm. Fleshy spirits are not satanic, okay? They are not living, they're not living entities. It's a spirit. It's more like an attitude or a way that you have about you. So an attribute that you have. Right, taken on. that you have taken on. Right? right, like anger. Okay, is a good example. Anger and fear and sadness. All of these are spirits that you take on. They're not demons. They're not live demons. Okay.
2: Now, of course, uh, demons can. That's um, right. Influence those spirits that are in you. They can influence those spirits.
1: That's right. They can influence them. So they need you to have some of these spirits so they can work. They can't possess you, but they need you to have some of these spirits going on so they can get closer to you, manipulate you, and then eventually try to possess you.
2: Right.
1: Okay, but they need these spirits to work, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if you saw the image that I had up of all of the different colors of the silhouettes of the people And all of the different spirits and colors that generate from a person. Now, these spirits are like magnets. I want y'all to pay attention. Mm -hmm. They're like magnets. So if you're a very sad person, depressed person, that's the spirit that you're, it's kind of like, it's coming from you. And it's pulling, it's like a magnet. It pulls that kind of stuff to you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you got to understand this is why it's important that you look at yourself carefully and understand what these spirits are judge yourself look at yourself know when you have a problem when you have some issues going on you have to know it okay you definitely have to know it you can't just ignore these things right if you see yourself acting a certain way and can't nobody get along with you and you always upset always mad always arguing and you know you got some issues you got you can't just ignore say ah it's everybody else's problem (laughs) You know, it can't be everybody else's problem because you the one that has a problem with everybody, you know, and so you could be the problem. And so that's why it's better to judge things. So we're going to go right into this Galatians scripture. This is Galatians chapter 5. We're going to read 19 through 21.
2: Okay, that's Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21. It reads as follows. It says, now the works of the flesh are manifest which are these adultery fornication uncleanness lasciviousness idolatry witchcraft hatred variance emulations wrath strife seditions heresies enviance murderings or murders, drunkenness reveling and such of the which i tell you before as I have also told you in time past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of Elohim but the fruit of the Ruach is love, joy, peace longsuffering, gentleness, goodness, faith meekness, temperance against such there is no law but put in place okay. and they that are of Yahuwah Hamashiachs have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust
1: okay Notice it says affections and lust. Those that are Yahushas have crucified the flesh with its affections and lust. So now, lust and all these things that we that it named, right? These are spirits that a person could take on. It's a way that a person could take on, right? Mm-hmm. And a person can be um could have a negative spirit. A negative spirit is a very dangerous spirit. Mm-hmm. You get a person's negative, get away from them as quickly as you can. Because that negative spirit is like, man, it's, it's contagious. It's kind of like chicken pox. You know, you get a person with a negative spirit, you get around them, you'll catch it too. They get to complain about it. Next thing you know, you'll be complaining about everything. So it's better not to have a, a negative person around you that's negative all the time. Mm-hmm. Anger, fear, depression, sadness, misery, envy, lust of the eyes and lust of the flesh. Okay, lying can be a flesh spirit, but notice this here lying can also be an attribute of the devil. The right. scripture called him a liar, and he's yeah. the father of it, yeah. right? So, when you see a person that's heavy into deception, it's quite possible that there's a serious demon dealing with that person when they're heavy into deception, mm-hmm. uh, bearing false witness, and all that kind of stuff. Think about it, right? It was Jezebel that that, um. Hired two men to bear a false witness against against an innocent man, right? Mm-hmm. And they had that man killed. So you see how how demonic, um, lying and bearing false witness can be. You see mm-hmm. a murder, murder. no notice murder was one of the things that named of the flesh, right? Mm-hmm. But it also caused Satan a murderer, right? Mm-hmm. So notice um, when Cain murdered. Um, um, Abel right well he didn't get possessed with a demon but he had a spirit yes right he had a spirit on him he had a spirit of jealousy on him yes. envy was on him and yes. so he sat there and he bitterness. looked at his brother bitterness yeah all these spirits got on him sadness and all this stuff got on him and it got on him so bad to where he just up and slew his brother just because he was jealous of him mm-hmm. wow
2: so if one spirit led to another, yes, Yeah. some spirits, they need another spirit in order to operate and function properly. So mm. you have to be very careful of what kind of spirits are cleaving unto you. And this is where self-examination comes in. Okay. It's mm. very important that we examine ourselves. Sometimes people try to pretend like they don't know what kind of spirits are on them. When a person is sad, it's not like they're um, out of their mind and dumb and don't realize right. that they're sad. If a person is always angry, yep. I mean, you got to tell me that they know they're angry. If you're walking around with a big giant chip on your shoulder all the time, do mm-hmm. you not know that is there? Yeah. There's a lot of pretense in the world because people are refusing to That's acknowledge right. or look at the man or the woman in the mirror. And because they do that, they want to pretend like this is just me. This is just how I am. If that's how you are, then there is a problem. If you want to just adopt these spirits and and, and tell people that they better get used to it because this is just you, this is just how you are, this means you have, like I spoke of in a a recent message, you are nurturing that spirit at that point. Yes. If you know what's riding you, and you're telling other people to back off because it's, it's a part of you, Yeah. then that means you're nurturing it. You want it there. You want that spirit to feel comfortable yes. on you. And you're not willing to let it go.
1: That's right. That's right. That's interesting, you know, that you, when you get that comfortable with a, with a wicked way to where you just deal with it.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know? And you got a lot of people out there that have problems like that, you know? They just have problems like that. They just they're ridiculous you know what i mean yeah. some people just walk around with attitudes looking mad and angry all the time you know mm-hmm. and and it costs people's lives you know sometimes it costs people their life being that way you know and so that's why you got to really look at yourself and really examine yourself and look and, and see what type of spirit you could possibly have you know you have to do that you have to check yourself every now and then say wait a minute you know i had I, one thing that i i i, I um have to be careful of is because sometimes when i don't get a good night's sleep i can wake up grouchy right <laughs> yeah tell them can't i wake up grouchy yeah. she tell you to me, I wake, i can wake up grouchy if i don't get enough sleep and i wake up i could be just as grouchy especially if i have to get up then i'm gonna be a little grouchy and i have to deal with that and what the way i have to deal with it is i have to sit myself down for a minute before i get started with the day i have to sit down and get my mind together Relax for a minute, and then I say, "Okay, okay, now I can get on up and." I
2: say, "Just because you're used to it, don't mean that you get used to it." <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: And so that's why I have to be careful that when I don't get enough sleep, you know, I can be really grouchy, you know, <laughs> but think, "Yeah, I got enough sleep last night." <laughs> but sometimes I just—it's just hard for me to get some sleep, you know.
2: And, I, and we try to help each other when we notice things yeah. that we shouldn't be doing. Yeah. We, we try to help each other say that ain't normal. I understand that's how you've been since you was used it ain't normal. It ain't no normal, Deborah. It ain't normal, watchman. Just because these are things that, you know, we get used to is still not normal. Still not normal. This is why the Bible tells us to do what? It says that we are to admonish one another daily. Daily, yeah. While it is called today. That's right. And so uh when you can help somebody through something, that's uh, right. Do do all that you can
1: all that you can yes
2: absolutely exactly
1: and I thank my wife for being that way too she just should tell you come on honey you know <laughs> and I just have to just okay let me calm down a minute let me just yep. relax a minute let me get myself together a minute okay me, okay wake up you know but that's how it is with me you know in the mornings are really hard if I don't get enough sleep. if I get enough sleep I wake up I'll be happy as can be you know yep. You know, so so now let's go to this. Uh, the one spirit I want to talk about is pride and arrogance. Mm-hmm. Notice the scripture says that pride comes before a fall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Usually mm-hmm. people that get prideful and arrogant, they usually fall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Yah can't stand it. He does not like the look of a proud person. No, not you know, at he all. He don't like it. He like a person to be humble. When a person walking around and they act like they everything, you know, to the, the world won't exist without them, then most of be like, no, nah, no, nah, this world can keep going. You know, that's how things are, mm-hmm. you see. So, basically, is there something
2: wrong? We're going to try to speak as loudly as we can, family. Apologies to those who can barely hear us.
1: Yeah. Hallelujah. Okay and so basically this pride i want to go to the this scriptures this proverbs chapter 6 and read verse 16 through 19.
2: okay that's proverbs chapter 6 verses 16 through 19 reads as follows it says these six things yahuwah hates yea seven are an abomination unto him a proud look a lying tongue and hands that shed innocent blood a heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that be swift to run to mischief, a false witness that speaks lies, and he that sows discord among the brethren.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Interesting, huh? So it's letting you know what six things the most had, on. he hates these things, right? Mm. And seven are abomination unto him. I know it's a proud look, a lying tongue. See, these things, these are spirits that people can pick up, you know? Mm-hmm. A person can pick up this uh, spirit have a way about them, right? And it could be a wicked way, okay? Mm-hmm. You remember the, um, uh, uh, what was her name? Abigail's husband mm-hmm. and how he was, right? And David and them went to, went to him and they were like, Hey, you know, because we were here Our army was here, nobody bothered your crops Nobody bothered your livestock or whatever, you know mm-hmm. And so, but he was like One of them men, like he was rich He had a lot of money He's like, ah, I'm not giving you nothing I don't care, you know ah, You know, And he was they had that attitude, right And he had a horrible way about him. It was his spirit, and everybody recognized that this is how that man was. Right. You see, but guess what? He ended up losing his life as a result of it. Yeah, and his wife, she
2: saw what yep. kind of man he was, and she called him out. The woman called out the husband, and she says, this man of Belial, this evil man, mm-hmm. I am not going to take his side. Yeah. Just spare me. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. And so, you know, that is amazing. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's amazing that yeah, enable. It's amazing that his wife, yeah, his wife, she saw, she knew,
1: but Damn. she
2: wasn't gonna be no ride or die in that situation. Yeah, she wasn't gonna be, because my husband is this way that I'm gonna just gonna support him because yes. he the man and he the head. She saw that he was messed up and she said, "I'm backing away from you, dude." <laughs> She's
1: like, "You got an evil spirit on you." I'm not. Guess what? She had a totally different spirit, right? Yeah. Now you have relationships like that, right? Where we got a husband and a wife, and one can have a very bad spirit mm-hmm. and make it bad for them. I've done a number of times we've gotten emails from women saying, that, what am I to do? I have to go in the other room because of my husband this and my husband that. Like, he just, man, I got to go in the other room and pray and, and whatever. And we, we get a lot of that kind of stuff, you know? Now, for, for the, so so we don't
2: get nobody whining in the um, chat. We've gotten emails from brothers too. Okay. Yep, exactly. So there are some brothers who have um issues with their wives as well but the majority of the message we messages we get are wives who are having serious problems and yes. even even identifying that their husbands have demonic spirits on them yeah. you see so it's this is something that is running rampant, period, yeah. in the world. Not just in marriages, but even with children. Yes, you know, people are having child have children that have spirits that are dealing with them. Yeah. Relatives, spirits are dealing with them. People on their job, <clears throat> spirits are dealing with people because people are allowing these spirits to cleave to them. Yeah, wicked, evil spirits are cleaving to people and whispering. Sweet nothings in their ear, and yeah. they are listening to these spirits.
1: Yeah, isn't that something? Mm. You know, I don't know if you remember the um, uh, what was his name? Um, uh, I'm trying to think. He was the Sam, the killer, um, son of Sam. Son of Sam. Yeah. yeah, son of Sam said he heard his his neighbor's dog was possessed with a demon. It's just the neighbor's dog with this demon and him used to talk to him, you know. Mm-hmm. And he would hear these voices, and that's why he went out and started killing people because of the things he was hearing. These spirits were talking to him, you see. You'd be surprised. Some of the things I've seen before, you say, this said, man, what was going on? You didn't, you should have thought things out. Guys ruining their lives because they let a little anger get to them too much, and then they go out their mind, you know, like the man who ran down the one the young lady. Yeah. You know, it's like man, all you hit was a little fender bender,
3: Right. you
1: know, and and what if you, what if she did get your life, but you didn't have to run if it's just a fender bender, so what? Insurance take care of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but now you're going to jail, right? For attempted murder. For attempted murder, you know what I'm saying? So you ask yourself, man, you should have thought that thing out. But that happens a lot when people get emotionally riled up. To the point to where they do something crazy and afterwards they sit there and they got to think about it right. for the rest of their life because they got emotionally riled up. And that demon was there pulling them strings. person probably didn't even have a demon in them. But you got a demon behind them that's influencing that anger mm-hmm. to try to get them to do something wicked.
2: So what's happening too is because there's all of these spirits
1: mm-hmm. that
2: are in the, in the world right now, in the earth, just going about to and fro, right? Um, there's a spirit of anxiety to anxiousness. People are anxious. This is why they are um, mm-hmm. following after these spirits so quickly because they think they have to move yes. quickly. They think that they have to react or respond quickly, right? Yes. And so these spirits are just literally taking over people's lives. And because the world wants to give you some type of medical reason for this, a lot of people don't know what's happening. Yes they don't realize that their lives have been taken over by demonic influences and powers, okay? Yes. And so they won't identify a spirit of anger for what it is. A spirit of anger can lead to a spirit of murder, right? Yes. And the scripture says uh, someone who um, hates, a spirit of hatred as well can lead to a spirit of murder. Yes. See, understand that these spirits, they need each other. They're like buddies and partners. Yes, that's right. And once you let one in, they go get their buddy and say, hey, um, that's why the, the one passage that talks about the house being swept clean, then the one spirit comes back yeah. when it sees that you ain't doing what you're supposed to do and handling your business and keeping the house clean, that spirit will go get seven others. Yeah. And they will be stronger than the first inhabitation of those spirits in your house.
1: Yeah. That's that's a demonic possession too, you know. Yeah. That's how demonic possession works when people are are filled with a, a demonic spirit, a satanic spirit. They they can they'll they'll move their whole family in. They move their cousins and everybody in that person's body. Yes. You know, it's almost like um <clears throat> like a uh uh Do you have you ever seen a, a infestation in a home before of roaches or something like that? That's what it's like. They they'll just they'll just move right on in. I remember years ago, when I, when I was a child, we had neighbors that had um, roaches, and I'll never forget when I was outside the driveway, I was outside the driveway bouncing the ball, playing, and here's a roach coming from their house, crossing our driveway, coming right over to our home. I saw this right, mm-hmm. and before you know it, we were starting to get them too, mm-hmm. and so we had to spray and everything back in those days. This is when I was a child, you know.
2: I remember one apartment building we had in the city of yeah. Detroit. Um, I think it was the eight unit. We had an eight unit apartment mm-hmm. building. And one tenant um, kept their apartment so tripped out yes. that the, the roach infestation was so bad that you could yeah. smell them. Okay. You look in his cabinets. They were jump, jumping out of his cereal boxes. It and was so horrible. And so there was another apartment building across the street from ours and they were starting to complain that the the roaches from uh, this apartment building was coming over to theirs. That's how bad the infestation was. Yeah. And when you see how spirits work, you see how it went they're from one dwelling way. place to the other. Yeah. They're one same dwelling way. place to the other. One dwelling place to the other. Spirits they multiply like that. Yeah. Okay. They're not just. Um, it's not just one uh, one roach in a building. Just say, okay, I'm going to go move over to this building. No. That one roach multiplies, gives birth yeah, to yeah. other roaches, okay, other yeah. spirits and demons. They multiply, and then they go from one place. They, they infest things. This is why the world yeah. seems like it's in such chaos, y'all. Yeah. If you can just imagine an infestation of demons as an infestation of roaches, you can see how bad it is. Yeah. And because people don't see how bad it is, Yeah. See, with roaches, you can see them. Yeah. You can smell them. You can hear them, right? Yep. But, and even when you're trying to kill them, they're making a bunch of noise. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But Mm -hmm. these demons, they are just like that. But because folk can't see them, all they see is people. The Most High had to give us some information in the Bible that says, look, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. See, you see in the people. But I'm telling you that it's really principalities, and powers, and the works of darkness, and spiritual wickedness, and high places that you are really battling with, that have overtaken these people's minds, bodies, and souls, so while you're looking at Pookie and Ray Ray, Mm -hmm. while you're looking at the politicians, while you're looking at your your husband that may be demon infested, Mm -hmm. or your wife that may be demon infested, or your children is really the principalities and the powers mm-hmm. and the spiritual wickedness in high and low places that you are battling. Yeah. But as long as you have your eyes on the flesh of man, you yeah. will understand that they are being controlled, that many are occupied.
1: You know, it's amazing about that apartment we had too, that guy had a problem.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: See what I'm right. saying? He had a serious a problem. problem here, yes, yes. and so and he had a, he was he was really filthy with the way he lived, mm. and it caused all we, we didn't even have these roaches right, mm. but because he was the way he was, it got from his apartment started spreading everywhere, and so we had to go in there and spray and everything and deal with that stuff, you know. But uh, we would have to get rid of the guy though, right. you see what I'm saying? Because he the one brought it in there, you know.
2: And he had a he had a he was. Usually y'all gotta understand is usually yep. when people have so-called mental problems. They actually have demons
4: mm-hmm. Okay,
2: there are demons and they don't even recognize or understand uh, What is happening to them? Um, because sometimes it can get so bad to where a person gets locked in that mode of demon uh, Possession this is why if you go into a psych ward <coughs> of a hospital or yeah. go into um a psychiatric facility yes. you'll see these people who look like they are lost and out of their minds they look yes. like that they are not there most of them cannot even communicate with you properly yeah and this is because there is a full demon infestation that has possessed them right and because we don't know nor understand in general that there are a lot of people just infested with demons we just don't know what we're dealing with out here we were speaking mm-hmm. with someone the other day. They were saying that um, in their city, you know, there there have always been people who had mental problems, but they have, they have said now that um, it seems like so that, that their streets are now flooded with people, literally walking around with mental problems. Yeah. They even said that um, some some people you'll see them one day and they seem perfectly normal,
4: mm-hmm. but
2: then you'll see that same person another day and it's like they are gone. Yeah. They can't even connect or understand or communicate with you. Like their mind has gone.
1: You know, it's it's a really weird thing when you deal with a person. I, I remember years ago I had this one friend and he went to school with me with junior high school. We went to junior high together and we went high school too together. But um he had issues. And I knew he had issues because there were times where I would see him every day and we'd be cool and everything, and the next time one day you'll see him and he would act strange, almost like you were an enemy. Didn't want to talk to you. What you coming over here for? Just acting just strange, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, man, it's like, I don't, What what is going on here, you know? And sometimes people are like that. They have these ways, they, these demons get on them. And they'll be walking around normal for, for two, three weeks normal. And then all of a sudden, something will happen or something will jump, pull that demon out and, You would sit there and say, man, it's like a whole different person. Mm -hmm. Like a totally different person. That'd be that demon you're dealing with then, you know?
2: Yeah, Yeah. someone said demons can also be in small children. That is absolutely right. We have seen that as well. I remember there was one case um, on the Oprah Winfrey show that was so bad that they said um, that uh, this child had over 200 um, voices or whatever or spirits that was dealing with her. And you can clearly see the infestation. Some of you may have seen that. Particular episode, but this child was definitely, and I believe she was uh, between the ages of five, six, or seven. But she was very young, and the demon infestation was so bad that um, they said we gotta we gotta get this stuff on on camera. We because yeah. people ain't gonna believe it with us just telling. Yeah. and so and, and don't think that all all demons manifest the same way. Some people can be and look perfectly normal, but be out of their mind with demons. Yeah. so understanding the, um, the powers and the spirits of darkness is very important yeah, De'ya says they call them multiple personalities, exactly yeah. Um, it's not really multiple personalities, but they have to um, give you a medical term for it, right? It's really a person who has a
1: legion of demons. Multiple demons. Some demons got personalities, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. a multiple. They it's do. a bunch of them. Yeah, right. That's why they'd be like, it's like it's different people in that person. Yeah, yeah, it's different demons. Different demons. Know what a right. demon is? A demon used to walk the earth one time. Right. Wow. And mm-hmm. that's something they right. try to live their life out in that person. And so that's the difference. Yeah. in de- Demons
2: and spirits. Spirits uh, are quite different than demons. Like yeah. Watch pointed out, uh yeah. s- some of these spirits or demons w- at one time walked the earth. Yeah. And they are looking for a host. Yeah. And they go- they will go from host to host as well. Yeah. You see. Uh spirits are a little different, but you know, there is an overlapping nature of
1: spirits yeah. and demons too. Yeah, demon understand this here, right? Now we're talking about these spirits, right? Understand this now. I want you to pay attention. Okay. So a demon needs a place to live, okay? I'm talking about a satanic demon. This satanic demon needs a place to live, and it looks around for a host, somebody that it can live in, right? But that environment has to be an environment that he can stay in. If the environment is clean, he can't go there. It's too clean. He can't live in that type of environment. He needs a wicked environment to live in, right? So now... He goes around. And he looks at people. Pay attention, and he's looking for a person that got the right spirits on them. Mm. So, a person walk around angry all the time, depressed all the time, fear, and then all these these different things is all over this person. That demon comes and said, "Oh, okay. Mm. All gotta do is just keep manipulating him, keep these situations, keep him angry." send demons and other people to bother him and all that eventually they'll he'll get to the point to where the environment is so horrible in him and the demon says i can i can live in them now mm-hmm. because now i can see that, 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 that the environment, his body and all of the there's nothing holy there. There's nothing there that's keeping me from going in there. So now I can go in there. I can go in there and live out my life. I want to kill some people. I want to be crazy. I want to just be on drugs. That's what this demon does, right? It's looking for people that it can, that, that has these spirits on them so that it can get in. So, so when people are emotionally disturbed, emotional problems, mental problems and all this kind of stuff they they can get so riled up easy and all this, that's what demons are looking for that's why it's important to what the scripture says the um uh, the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace right all of these beautiful things yeah. the scripture says uh, um um th- think on these things right whatsoever is good and lovely of good report think on these things right because you don't need to entertain bad spirits bad thoughts bad emotions Mm -hmm. Because these demons are looking for a home. Right. You understand? Mm -hmm. So you got to be careful. You got to be careful how you carry yourself, how you move about.
2: So we are going to ask this question once again, which is the title of our lesson. It says, what spirits cleave to you? Mm -hmm. That is your job to make that determination so that you can correct what needs to be corrected or so that you can embrace what needs to be embraced.
1: Yes. Because this
2: question is not just about bad spirits. What spirits cleave to you? Right. There can be good spirits that cleave to you as well. Yes. Okay? You know how sometimes a person can come around you and they say, whenever I come around you, I feel so much peace. Right. I feel happy when I come around you. I feel a calmness in the air when I come around you. So, this is why it's important that we know what kind of spirits are cleaving to us, right? right? Now, that's not to say that because you have good spirits that cleave to you, that bad spirits won't come around you. We're talking about cleaving. So there's a difference in cleaving and coming around. Because right. you can have a person who is very peaceful and loving and kind in nature. That spirit could be something that's cleaving to them. But there could be other spirits that come around them to try Mm -hmm. to do what upset that yeah If you have a positive spirit Sometimes a negative spirit will try to come around you because it sees a positive spirit cleaving to you But see that that's where the fight comes in because usually if a certain good spirit cleaves to a person that negative spirit will have a hard time Trying to break through that.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You see now watch this, okay? Now, it ain't one of the works of the flesh is drunkenness. Okay? Pay attention, right? So, you can line up 10 people, right? And let every last one of these people get drunk, right? Now, that drunkenness is going to affect each person different. i prove it to you, right? Mm -hmm. Noah. Mm. (laughs) Didn't Noah get drunk? Yes, he did. When Noah got drunk, did he go crazy? Did he tear up the home... Did he go out and try to kill somebody? Did he get all riotous and crazy? Nope. What did he do? He just went to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh Are you hearing me? Now, I'm going to tell you something. Back in the days before I was saved, I had friends and people that I knew, and I would watch them, right? And I would notice that some of them, when they drank, got wild and crazy. And others, when they drank, would be literally sit back just... Mm-hmm. sipping on that little thing and be just chilling
3: right
1: right I've seen some brothers that were smoking weed i've seen i I, I knew some brothers that would smoke weed back in the days right and one t- particular brother nothing bothered him at all he didn't get crazy he didn't get Iraq, right, it didn't affect his business matter of fact he did be he was extremely um good in in his business that he did. Right, which was, it was a legitimate business. He was a professional. And he smoked weed all the time. And I did. you wouldn't even have known it, right? Mm-hmm. But then there were others that I knew that had smoked weed and it was like, it was messing their lives up. Mm-hmm. Completely messing their lives up. Mm-hmm. And so I would sit there and say, man, this stuff is is dealing with people different because of the way that they are, the spirits that they have in them, on them, right? It affects them different. This is exactly why Noah, when he got drunk, he went to sleep. And other people, when they get drunk, they get riotous. Because they already have these riotous things on them. They just right. need something to bring it out.
2: Something to bring it out, absolutely. Wow. So again, mm. what spirits cleave to you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what spirits are
2: cleaving to you? Um, I would like for some of you to respond in the chat. Do you notice or can you identify or recognize when there is an unwanted spirit around? It's very important that we're able to do this family. So I would like to know, um, is there anyone that is watching us today that do notice or can notice when there is an unwanted spirit around? Do you discern when that's happening? Can you discern when there is an unwanted spirit in the atmosphere around whether at the workplace, in your home, um, <clears throat> dealing with one of your family members. Can you identify that? Okay, I see a lot of yeses. That's that's a good place good. to be, family. Um, if you are able to recognize when there is a yes. spirit. Um, even sometimes when a person <clears throat> enters into a room, it doesn't matter where you are. You can be out in a public place. But the, sometimes there is a shift in the environment when a person has a certain spirit on them, you know right away, right? Yes. We need that spirit of discernment family to be able to identify because when you can't identify the presence of an unwanted spirit or a foul spirit or an undesirable spirit, this is when you are caught off guard when certain things happen. Some people are just so happy-go-lucky in their lives. Mm -hmm. um, They may see a person who has an obvious spirit on them. And they may just think, oh, this person, oh, he's acting so strange. Look at him. He's a weirdo. Because they're going along with the, <laughs> emet- the medical exta- establishment. Yes. But that weirdo got all kinds of legions sitting up in him, okay, that's ready to pull out a gun and open fire on yes. everybody. But because some people just only see them, oh, he's just different. No. Sometimes it ain't got nothing to do with somebody being just different or being a weirdo or being mm-hmm. a recluse. Sometimes it ain't got nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people have demons that are ready yep. to react or respond to a certain
1: request. hmm Now watch this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Years ago when I worked a job at a hospital, my boss hired a young man, okay? When she hired this young man, young man, and I met him, I looked at this young man and right away, I knew he was possessed with demons. So I was I was like, what in the world was my boss? I said, she couldn't, she couldn't see that this man got demons in him? I mean, serious demons, right? So I'm sitting back looking, and I wasn't the only one that noticed it. There was like other religious people there that went to churches, they had the Holy Spirit, and they were saying, man, he got some issues. He has so many issues that they nicknamed him Wayne's World. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I don't know if you remember the movie Wayne's World, right? Mm-hmm. They nicknamed Wayne's World because his name was Wayne. So he's like, Wayne's World, man, he, you know, I, I can't believe they hired him. Like, what is going on with them? They would hire this dude, you know? So let me tell you how things were. Wayne's World had, had such a problem, this guy Wayne, until sometimes you, he would have orders and he would have an attitude and be looking strange like he gonna do something, you know? And so I never forget we were sitting back and he said, Man, if they ever fire him, you better have your exit point in this place because he may come up in here shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how we thought about him, right? So let me tell you what happened. One day he didn't he wasn't acting right, wasn't doing his work right or whatever, and the boss <clears throat> fired him. Now she was a little old short um Asian lady, about this short, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. She fired him. When she fired him, he stood in her office. It was like, no, just literally like, no, you know? And she's like, no, you have to go. You have to go and everything, right? And he was walking around in the office and he came out also walking around out in the hall and just looking all crazy. So went back in the office and everything. And she's like, you have to go and everything. And she was looking scared and all of us was looking like, okay, we knew this was gonna happen, you know? Mm-hmm. So she called security.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Security came, they escorted him out in the driveway. Mm -hmm. in the parking lot out in the parking lot this dude was walking around so angry and so crazy just in circles like he was gonna do something, and we just watched him. He was like, I, We knew this was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. He's like, I hope he ain't coming back up in there blasting
2: mm-hmm. because
1: that's he was crazy like that, pacing
2: back and forth, pains were yeah. And he
1: was just going crazy out there. And we were sitting there, said, Man, like, we it's like, What were you thinking? You hired this crazy dude in the first place, you know. <laughs> I knew right away that minute I met him that there was some things going on with this guy, right? Now, he didn't end up coming up in there shooting, and then eventually he just. Walked around in circles, all mad and crazy, and eventually he just left. But I'm telling you, people have issues. And when these people come around, you got to be able to discern these people with these issues. Yes. You got to be able to discern them, right? You got to, you know? Uh, one time I went in a store, and there were a couple of um, guys, you know, open carry, mm-hmm. had their guns on their side, and they looked really um, racist. So I at first I was in line behind them but when I noticed the guns I just got out of line and waited till they checked on out and got on out of the store <laughs> yeah. because I saw how they were I saw the spirit that was on them and they looking all like you know I said, I said let me just
0: <laughs> I, you took and your cart, guns. Yeah, I took my yeah I took my cart and
1: just went on out of the line and just waited until they got on out of the store. Once they were out of the store, I said, okay, let me go and pay for my stuff. Mm. You know, because you got to look at things. You right. got to observe people around you. Right. You get what I'm saying? You got to observe them. Yeah. All they... tattooed up to open. One of them looked like he's only 16. Yeah. I'm like, he's carrying a gun. So, so in other words, you
2: weren't about to let one of them say, he he bumped me and I felt threatened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. He, he
2: was too close and I felt threatened. So, Yeah. Some things ain't about um, uh, being brave or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Some things is about being wise. Get away from them. Yeah. Okay? We're living in a country where they can shoot and say, I felt a fear for my life, yeah. and this is why I did this. So that being said, you act and move accordingly. Yeah. Get away from them, yeah. right? Uh, someone in the chat um, said, too, that they they can also identify when spirits are trying to deal with them. See, that's another thing that yep. a lot of people, they don't want to do that. They don't want to admit that it's possible. Sometimes a spirit, certain spirits can try to take a hold of anybody, y'all. Yes. Yeah. There are things that happen when you're sad, when you're angry, that you wouldn't normally, you wouldn't normally respond a certain way, but when certain events in your life happen, right. uh, that's when demons try to surround you to try to get you to, or spirits trying to surround you to get you to react differently. Yes. So a tragedy happens. Don't think that in that moment of despair that you're going through, that there aren't some spirits that are lurking about. They want to try to get you at a weak point. Yes. They want to see what you're saying. How are you dealing with this tragedy, right? Because everyone deals with tragedies different, right? There are some who actually go to the Father during those moments and ask yeah. for Him to heal their heart. When you're crying out to the Father, you praying to Him, the Spirit's like, ah, she know what to do. He know what to do. Mm-hmm. Ain't no point in trying to mess with them. they talking to Yahuwah. Let That's me get right. on away from here. But if they see you are a person who is cleaving to or nurturing that spirit, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, everything is just so bad right now. It's just so I just don't know. If they see you are one who is nurturing that spirit, that's when they try to overtake you. That's right. And so we need to know how to deal with spirits when they come around us. Because we are all affected by spirits. That's right. Just because you have the spirit or the Ruach HaKadosh doesn't mean that the spirits won't try. You just have a different battle plan That's than right. someone who don't have on the armor.
1: That's right. This
2: is why we are instructed to put on the whole armor. Right. So that we can stand right. against the wiles of the devil. Because with that armor, we have a better fight. We stand a better chance than a person who doesn't have on the armor. That's right. And then some people are only partially armed. That's why it names all of the different things, right? That's right. It It tells you about the breastplate of righteousness. It tells you about the helmet of salvation, your feet prepared. It tells you about all of this. And if you don't have your sword some of that stuff ain't gonna do you no good without the sword because the sword is your <coughs> fighting tool
1: right exactly
2: what if you don't have on your blessed per, your breastplate and the enemy shoots a fiery dart right through your heart
4: mm-hmm.
2: this is why it's important this is why the, why would the scripture it just ain't put on the armor of Yah? because you say right. well I do have I got I got my breastplate I got I my help right You know, it says put on the whole armor.
1: armor, Why was
2: it very specific in telling us to put on the whole armor?
1: And then it names them. Right. Names all the parts. It was
2: very specific for a very specific reason. Because without the whole armor, the enemy, if you don't have that helmet on, if he knocks you down and there is a stumbling block on the Mm sideline, you can hit your head on that stumbling block.
1: Yeah, let let me explain something to you. This is how you got to understand it, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Now watch this, right? David, okay? Now, sometimes in a person's walk, when you're young and you you just get into this walk, you don't understand about having the whole armor on, okay? And you don't understand it. And sometimes Y'all will give you faith. He will give you grace and Mm -hmm. get you through sometimes. But Mm -hmm. it's so that you get the understanding. So you know that, okay, I got to put the whole armor on. Now watch Mm -hmm. this, right? Pay attention. David, when he went out to fight Goliath, he tried to put on the whole armor. It was too big for him. Mm -hmm. He couldn't move around in it. Mm -hmm. He said, just give me my sling. That's all I need. Just give me my sling or whatever. I'll stand a better chance to fight. I can't move around. He didn't know how to work the armor. He didn't know know how to use it. And so David couldn't go out in the armor, right? But Yah gave him grace because David had such faith, he went out with the stone and he slayed Goliath, took his own sword, cut his head off, right? But later you see David now with the armor on, sword, everything, right? When he goes out to battle, he don't go out with a sling, with a sling no like more. he did as a child. As a child. Come on now. <laughs> you right. get it? So once he get became learned, mm-hmm. David was like, "Oh man, I, I'm going out with my sword, my shield, on a horse, uh, uh, breastplate, everything,
2: right?" Mm-hmm. And notice as a child his battle was a little bit different and That's it changed. Right. As That's he right. matured, right? As he matured, yeah. And yep. so uh, the same thing with us. When you are a child, your battle is a little bit different than when you become an adult.
1: That's right. That's
2: why he was able to, it was so easy for him. His faith was enough when he was a child. But as the cares yes. of his life come and seeing enters in and all kinds of other things, yep. there are more fiery darts that come to you he as you mature. The whole armor. yeah. Right? So you got to put on that whole armor. So that David <clears throat> analogy was a great analogy yes. that as a child, he couldn't put on the whole armor. Yeah. And essentially, he really didn't even need it because that faith that he had, that understanding that he had, was enough for him to slay a giant with a rock.
1: Now, imagine him going out into battle against the Philistines, right? With all his army and all he got is, you know, on, all, not even on a horse, all oh, he's running with a sling. you get what i'm saying (laughs) so that's why david we have to understand what it means when the scripture tells us put on no armor because you have to be careful now now nobody is 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 is, um 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 everybody gets tempted right okay the tempter is gonna tempt everybody even me sometimes i I, I, let me give an example something okay one day I was down at my shop and I was working on something, right? And I kept running into the problems. <laughs> I was on my computer. And I'm on my computer and the, oh, it was a storm and the power it went out. So when I the next day when I went down and the power came back on, I was fooled with my computer, right? And I was running into all kinds of problems with the computer. Kept acting like I didn't want to get it on, you know, didn't want to do this. Didn't want to do that. I'm just fooling. I'm going all these problems because I had some work I need to do on the computer. I'm going through all of this stuff, right? One problem after the other. Other. Trying to fix this. Trying to fix that. Working on this. Working on that. And it got to the point where hours were going by. Mm -hmm. Not one. Not two. I'm talking about three to four hours. I'm fooling with this stuff. And I'm getting worked up. <laughs> I'm slowly getting worked up. I'm slowly getting bothered. And I'm slowly getting irritated. And I'm getting to the point where it ain't good to have somebody come up to me and say, uh, Daddy, what What you want? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Because I'm, I'll get snappy, right? So eventually after I said that, I said, okay. I need to put this down. Because it's bothering me. Mm-hmm. It's getting me a little worked up. Right? Mm-hmm. So let me... Just, I ended up just getting rid of the. I had to get a new computer Mm -hmm. because uh, what happened was the Ethernet jack had become fried, Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't work. It would work with a wireless, but there's no signal that would reach where my office is. So I had to get rid of the computer. So understand what I'm saying. Sometimes things can get you worked up. Right. With me, it's always been mechanical things. Right. (laughs) I'll never forget when I was young this was right after I first got the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And this is when it's really crucial when you first get the Holy Spirit because you got to be careful of emotional things that can get you riled up, you know? Mm-hmm. But I was, um, I had gotten some uh, some, some some jeans, some, some clothes, right? Some new clothes, some new jeans that I had gotten. And they were corduroy at the time. And I, me, I'm a sewer. I know how to sew and everything. And these jeans had a problem with them, so I was trying to fix it. And in trying to fix them, I was fooling with him for so long, a good 30 minutes, and my mother's sitting there watching me. I'm young. I'm only about 23 years old, you know. And so I'm sitting there. And now for the whole time, a whole year, after I hit the Holy Spirit, listen to me. I no curse words come out of my mouth. I'm calm as could be. My mama like, wow, he is, <laughs> my son has really changed, right? So, <laughs> it's a funny story, right? My my son has really changed. He's really done, you know, he ain't been cursing no more and all. And I'm just totally changed, right? But well, as I was fooling with these pants, these were some $30 pants back in those days. I ended up cutting them too bad and messed them up where I couldn't repair them. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> right there in front of your room. I lost it. Them curse words started flying out of my mouth. Then I'm just cursing and upset. Took the pants, threw them in the fireplace, right? <laughs> and my mom was sitting there doing it, just laughing, right? <laughs> and she said, and she said. I was wondering when the old you was going to show up. (laughs) She said, I was wondering when the old you was going to show up. So I learned then, back then, I said, man, so I see I can't allow things to get me worked up because it's all carnal, it's all fleshy, and it's trying to get you to go in a certain way so you gotta watch yourself always watch yourself don't let things get you worked up be careful even mechanical things people mm-hmm. anything right that's what i was gonna say people for me yeah i mean even now when
2: when you look at the condition of the black community sometimes it gets me so bad i'll be like I mean, there once upon a time it was and, and you know it was like you look at the black community and you're looking at what <laughs> others are doing to you you get a mixed emotion a mixed bag of emotions you get anger because of what others are doing and then you get sadness because of what is happening to our people but then when you begin to understand and realize why it's happening yep when you get in the word and the most High shows you I- i'm the one doing this i'm the one who sent the waster to destroy then it kind of shifts to to anger and uh frustration with your people yeah that's the one thing that even to this day When I look at the condition of our people That that is one thing that I I sometimes have to pray and say Father you got to help me You have to help me Father Because the way our people are It is very very vexing to the spirit Very vexing to the spirit Now the scripture tells us to pray for them right Yes But do y'all remember That we have brought forth a lesson Many times as well Where there was a point where Yahuwah told us to stop praying for them Yeah and so we need to know when that time is. Yeah. When do you stop praying for them and crying for them? Most of "Don't, don't come to me about these people no more. Yeah. And so mm, mm, mm. that's when you just let it roll off your back like water off a duck's back. Somebody yep. said in the chat there, right? <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah.
2: We, we have to know when to let go. When yeah. to put it in the rear view mirror like one brother said. Yeah. When to put it in the rear view mirror. Now, see, that takes discernment too. Because there are some times where the most high does want us to continue praying for our people. Yeah. But there are other times where he says, put it in the rear view mirror. Don't even bring that noise to yeah. me. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm, mm. mm, mm, mm. Isn't that something? Yes. <clears throat> Let's go to Daniel because I'm covered as pride. There's another one dealing with pride. I can read this one. You you, you can go to um X. Okay, chapter sixteen. Okay, this one in Daniel dealing with pride. This is Daniel chapter five, and I'm going to read. Start at twenty-two. It says, "And thou, his son, O Belshazzar, has not humbled thine heart, though thou knowest all this, but have lifted up thyself against the the against Yahua of heaven. So he was so lifted up in pride, he came against Yahua of heaven and they have brought the vessels of his house before thee, and thou and thy lords and thy wives and thy concubines have drunk wine in them, and thou hast praised the gods of silver, gold, brass, iron, wood, stone, which see not, nor hear, nor know, and and, and Yahuwah, in whose hand thy breath is, Whose are all thy ways has thou not glorified? So notice here it talks about Belshazzar getting lifted up, getting so lifted up, and they were worshiping false gods and everything, not realizing that it's Yah to give you breath. Now, why did it say that when it's dealing with somebody with pride? Because Yah say, in other words, you get lifted up in pride, I could take your life from you. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting, huh? Very interesting. So, now, some of the satanic spirits are very different, okay? These, These satanic spirits, hate isn't a satanic spirit. It's something that a person, an emotion that a person can get on them or whatever, right? But there are demons that deal in hate, right? And they need that hate to get greater and greater in order for them to pull off the wickedness that they need to pull off. Now, watch this, right? Okay, let's go back to slavery days, right? If the the um um the slave masters didn't have such hate for the slaves, would they have been able to do the wickedness that they did? Would they have been able to be the chastisement that Yah put on Yah's people? if They didn't have that hate. They had to have that hate. You get what I'm saying? Because Yah said, I, I'm i going to chastise my people. I need somebody that's going to really be a certain way in order to carry this thing out.
2: So they had those spirits that were already resting on them. Resting and on them, them. them. That's right. That those spirits,
1: the demons could use to, carry, that's right. out,
2: to carry, out carry out the plan of Yah.
1: That's right. They had to have that on them. You understand? So understand what's going on we look at all of these things that's going on okay now divination I'm gonna tell you right now if a person is dealing in divination be careful
3: mm-hmm. because
1: that person probably have a serious demon dealing with them mm-hmm. even a possession mm-hmm. okay let's look at the scripture here in acts chapter 16 read 16 through 18.
2: Acts chapter 16 verses 16 through 18 reads as follows. It says, and it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a ruach of divination met us, which brought her Adonim much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Piel and us and cried saying, these are the servants of El Elyon would show unto us the way of Yahusha, Yeshua.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And this did she many days, but Pael being grieved, turned and said to that Ruach, I command you in the name of Yahusha Hamashiach to come out of her. And he came out the same hour.
1: Okay. Now, and when her I'm Adonim
2: saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Sila and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers.
1: Okay, so they're not even mad at Paul for casting out these demons out of this lady. So this woman had a spirit of divination. She was possessed with demons. They were actually in her. That's why I say when you see a person is dealing in divination, this type of stuff, then you better get away from that kind of a person. Dealing with that type of witchcraft and all that stuff, you got heavy demons that can be in the person.
2: One point I want to make about this story. Most people would not have been able to identify that as a demonic yes. spirit on this woman. You know why? Because essentially she was saying something good.
1: Yep, listen.
2: She was just following them and all she was saying. She was just declaring, oh, these are the men of the Most High YAH. These are the men of the Most High YAH. And so most people would have said, oh, she she cool. She sees. She knows these the men of YAH. She mm-hmm. know these are the men of God, right? right? Most people would have seen it that way. But the discerning spirit that Paul had on him, the spirit of the Ruach Hakadesh, allow him to see through all of that. Yeah. And so when she was making this declaration that these are... So sometimes with people praising you, you got to be able to discern where wow. it's coming from.
1: You hear that? Everybody
2: <sighs> who's praising yep. you don't mean you any good. Sometimes that praise can be coming from a very dark place, and this is a good example of that. Yeah. This is a very good example of a woman walking around praising the men of the Most High. Yeah, but she had a demon all up in yep. her. Isn't that something? Yes.
1: That's why you got you got to understand what's going on. Yes, these demons are sneaky, right? right. Come up, come They sit up there. The mo- Some people would be like, oh, okay, yes, yeah, you yeah, know. Her. Okay, yeah. get lifted up and fried. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. But well, the person
2: with the ruach hakadosh, they they can look at that person and you, you might smile and say, I see you, demon. <laughs> you mm. know, <laughs> knowing good and well, you you see and know. I mean, we yep. spoke about, a we were having a conversation with someone one day. And they seemed very nice to us. They were uh, doing some nice things for us and everything.
1: Yep.
2: But in conversation, um, we could tell that this person had an evil spirit on them.
1: Yeah, buddy.
2: We could tell they had an evil spirit on them. So it didn't even matter that they were tell being nice to guy. us. Yeah. Yep. yep. It didn't even matter that they were being nice yep. to us. It was like, I could see it like a, like it was sticking, like, sticking out like a sore thumb. I said, this is an evil man.
1: He's extremely nice to us. I mean, he was incredibly nice to us. Right. Giving us things and doing things for us and all this, but we knew right away he was rich, you know, Mm -hmm. rich Caucasian guy, but we knew that he was. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Most people, they would stand there and they would just, all they can think about is the niceness. Oh, they're so nice. They're so kind. They're so Mm -hmm. whatever. But you got to get past that stuff. You
1: have to be able to see beyond those things we could hear it in the the things that he was saying Mm
3: -hmm. the things
1: that he was saying would make you say well man Mm you to say that you got some wickedness in you i mean it was like crazy stuff he was saying and
2: please understand too yeah that demons can possess anybody it don't matter what color or race you are that's right there's a a lot of demons sitting up in the black community the white community the asian community the
1: green blue (laughs) the latino community (laughs) there's demons
2: sitting all up in, in in every place as a matter of fact they have regions of the world that they dominate yeah you see there are principalities ass- assigned to various regions of the world and that's where they operate. So uh, this is not uh, a thing of race or or anything. It's, you know, people have spirits and they have demons and it's our job to be, be able to identify these demons.
1: Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay, let's go to rebellion. <clears throat> rebellion is another uh, very wicked demon and it, this could actually be Rebel when a person is very rebellious, they could actually have a demon in them. Okay. Mm-hmm. First Samuel chapter fifteen, verse twenty-three. You can read that one. First Samuel
2: mm-hmm. chapter fifteen. Verse twenty-three reads as follows. It says, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry.
1: Uh, 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 You hear that? So stubbornness and rebellion can be very wicked. Mm -hmm. Okay. A good example is when you look in the scriptures at people that rebelled, Mm -hmm. okay, against Yah or rebelled against his order. Yah killed a lot of them, right? Mm -hmm. Those that rebelled against when Yah sent the spies out to spy the land, right?
3: Mm -hmm. And they
1: came back. And they brought up that evil report, that was yeah. rebellious. They provoked y'all. Mm-hmm. They provoked y'all to killing them. All right. Mm-hmm. And so you gotta understand how bad rebellion can be. Okay.
2: One thing people need to understand: uh, the Most High controls life and death. Some people He calling home. Some people He judging. And it seems like black folk don't understand, or they refuse to understand, when Yah is judging yes. somebody. And when he is calling someone home.
1: Exactly.
2: Right? Uh, Someone had the nerve to compare a very righteous man uh, to this person who just recently died. And I said to myself, how are you even talking about these two people in the same sentence? This is because our people, they don't understand y'all. That's why he says my ways are not your ways, my thoughts are not your thoughts, and my ways are past your finding out. These are for people who don't want to know. They don't want to understand, right? Because they take that scripture that says Yah is not a respecter of persons, they take it out of context okay mm-hmm. some people y'all is calling home some people are being judged
4: mm-hmm. right
2: and so when you don't know, know and understand the difference you you will have a conversation about a righteous man lumped together with a man who was very openly and clearly a wicked man
1: yes absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely rejection of god people that reject god you know they reject Yah. should i say mm-hmm. and when you think about um, that, that's a, a person got to have a wicked spirit to reject the Most High, mm-hmm. you know. And so Israel, they rejected Yah when they wanted a king.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. that was a wicked thing when they when they said they wanted a king. Yah took it like I was going to be your king, but you want a, a king of flesh and blood? Okay, you want one you can see? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah.
2: coming right up. Yes, and but by the way. He's gonna do this to you. Yeah. He gonna do that to you. He gonna mess over you. He gonna yep. mistreat you, misuse you, and abuse you. Yeah. You still want him? Yes. He said, <laughs> coming right up.
1: Yeah, and that's <laughs> coming right up. Now we're gonna talk about the uh, perverse spirit. Okay. The scripture talks about perverse spirits. Okay. These perverse spirits are really uh, <sighs> deal with evil actions. Um, atheism is a perverse spirit. Sexual perversions, um, um, and then you got um, the twisting of the word. People that twist the the scriptures for their own destruction and to, and to destroy other people. Okay, and contentions. All of these are like perverted perverted spirits. Okay, so let's let's deal with the evil action one. Let's go to Acts chapter thirteen, and read verse eight through eleven.
2: Acts chapter 13 verses 8 through 11 reads as follows. It says, but Elimas, the sorcerer, for so is his name by interpretation, withstood them seeking to turn away the deputy from the faith. Then Shaul, as one Pael, filled with the Ruach HaKadosh, set his eyes on him and said, O fool of O, full of all subtlety and all mischief, you child of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease to perverse the right ways of Yahuwah?
1: Pervert the right ways of Yahuwah, Uh uh-huh.
2: And now, behold, the hand of Yahuwah is upon you, and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a season. And immediately there fell on him a mist and a darkness, and he went about seeking <clears throat> some to lead him by the hand.
1: Okay. Now, did you hear that? So Paul looked and saw this man, saw how wicked this man was. Mm-hmm. And he could look in this man and see his spirit. And Paul said what to him? He said, full of subtility like the devil. And all mischief, thou child of the devil, enemy of all righteousness. Wilt thou not cease to pervert the right ways of Yahuwah? So this man was perverting the right ways of Yahuwah. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's why when I see these new doctrines coming out, you ever think about the scripture when it says, some will be given heed to doctrines of devils, seducing spirits, seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Mm-hmm. Did you understand that? It said doctrines of devils. That means devils are behind the twisting of the word That's of right. Yahuwah. Mm-hmm. Devils are behind that thing. So when you see all these weird doctrines and teachings come forth, make no mistake, Satan is behind those. Okay, and the person that that he's using to do it may be possessed with devils.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah. So some that uh, there are some people out here preaching and teaching yeah. that are bringing forth doctrines of devils. Yeah. And. When you don't try the spirits to see if they are of Yah This is how This is why a lot of people are led away Into divers lust and divers doctrines That's right The scripture says in the last day That all of these false doctrines Are just going to come out of nowhere Yes But it also said that it was the people Listen, it's the spirits that are in the people Yes These spirits Notice we say what spirits cleave unto you Yes What spirits cleave unto you So it says that the people are going to heap unto themselves yes false, false
1: teachers, teachers. yeah
2: right and so if they're heaping unto them those false doctrines have to heap unto the false teachers yes right and so those spirits cleave unto the false teachers and then you who have itching ears are going to cause those spirits to cleave unto you through right. those false doctrines that's right because that's what you want to hear you got that itching ear spirit You don't want to hear the truth You have not a love for the truth But you have pleasure and righteousness
1: Interesting huh Mm -hmm. Very interesting Uh, Let's go to Colossians Now now dealing with that perversion of the word again Watch this Mm right Colossians chapter 2 verse 8 I can read that one And you can go to this one in Peter Mm -hmm. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 16 Colossians chapter 2 verse 8 It says Beware lest any man spoil you Through philosophy And vain deceit after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after after the Mashiach. Mm-hmm. Wow. So he's telling you right there, they're going to spoil you through this philosophy. Mm-hmm. For all this philosophy and vain deceit and traditional stuff. You got to be careful. He's telling you, be careful. Yeah. Right? Beware. Mm-hmm. Because they can spoil you. Mm-hmm. You hear that? Yeah. Spoil your spirit. Mm-hmm. That's right. 2nd Peter chapter 3 verse 16
2: 2nd Peter chapter 3 verse 16 reads as follows He says as also in all his Sephirim speaking in them of things in which are some things hard to be understood which they that are unlearned and unstable pervert as they do also the other scriptures Unto their own destruction. So
1: they would pervert. Unlearned people would do what? Pervert the scriptures. You hear that? So that's why I say, and and guess what? Exactly. See, the thing is, we don't understand what an unlearned person is, right? A person can be 20 years pastor for 20 years and be unlearned. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. They could have gone to seminary, right? Bible college. And even gotten a degree and still be unlearned, not un, be unlearned as it relates to spiritual things. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? They know the scriptures, but they only know them according to the flesh. They only know them according to a carnal mind, right? Mm-hmm. That's why knowledge puffs up. They puffs them up. They get puffed up and they think I got something when really they don't. Mm-hmm. They just got knowledge. Anybody can get that if they just read and, get, and do the same thing you did. Mm-hmm. They can get that, but wisdom you can't just get from this reading the scriptures, right? Mm-hmm. So notice when it says unlearn, they they wrestle mm-hmm. with the scriptures and they pervert the scriptures and they create these doctrines and teachings, right? Mm-hmm. Now watch this. How many religions are there out there? Do you know all of these religions that are out there have leaders? They have leaders pastors, they have bishops, they have founders, some of them have apostles, right? Man, I could just sit up here and name three different religions, right? Let's look at Pentecostalism, right? Um, um, Like your apostolic and Pentecostal churches, right? They got bishops and and apostles and teachers and all that stuff, right? (sighs) Then, let's go to another one. Let's look at the Baptists, right? The Baptist churches have Much different teachings too That are totally different Than those that are Pentecostal right Mm -hmm. But guess what They got bishops, teachers and pastors And all that too right Now let's look at the catholic (laughs) Catholic church Totally different teachings All of them use the same bible Right But totally different teachings But guess what They got bishops, priests, teachers And all that stuff too right Huh Wait a minute you can even come out of these three and go into these other new religions and stuff that's coming out here. And they all have leaders and all of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. People that have gone to school and they've got doctor degrees, right? And all kinds of things. And guess what? Guess what? Why are everybody teaching so many different things They come from the same scriptures? Right. Because there are unlearned people. Mm-hmm. If everybody was following the spirit, they would be teaching the same thing, but they don't. The scripture says they serve their own bellies. Right. You see? Mm-hmm. So that's why we see all this perverting of the scriptures, perverting of the word. Now, I only got a couple more I want to cover here. Let's talk about these contentious, a contentious spirit, right? Um. Titus chapter three, verse nine, read that one.
2: Titus chapter three, verse nine reads as follows. It says, but avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the scribes for they are unprofitable in
1: vain. Wow. Now, Now, you know what I find amazing here, right? It says avoid foolish questions, genealogies, contentions, strivings about the laws, what it says here, okay? For they are unprofitable and vain. So you see, people that's debating all the time. They're trying all these contentions. Uh, they debating back and forth about this, back and forth about that. All this kind of stuff. He said that's foolishness. Neither one is going to win the other one over. So why are y'all debating, right? Mm-hmm. They're not going to win the other one over. Why you get, why they get upset, get angry? You know, I've heard brothers actually talk about literally getting into fights right. over the scriptures. Little fights, right? fist fights right
2: the, the scripture said it's unprofitable y'all yeah, it's it's, unprofitable. in other words it's saying it ain't you don't even need to waste your time on that exactly there are so many uh more important spiritual issues that need to be dealt with rather than you um, um, striving over the law yes. striving over uh, genealogies and um all of these questions Sometimes you think that just because a person comes to you with a question that you're supposed to entertain that question. Yes. You're not supposed to entertain every question. Some questions are distractions. Some questions are, are meant to try to stir up the devil. Yes. Some people really aren't looking for an answer when they come to you with a question. Um, I've That's had right. questions uh, posed to listen, me.
1: Listen, listen. Yep.
2: Um, where I knew it was a trap. Yep. And one time, you know, one time I answered a woman a question, and I'm not going to get into the question again because I've done it several times. I shared with my listening and viewing audience what the question was and her response. Yes. Okay. And this was many years ago. This was, I would say, um, I'm going to say around seven or eight years ago, Uh um, this sister uh, posed this question to me. And I just answered the question very simply. Okay. But she didn't like the answer. And so she tried to use the answer against me. And I said, never again. Because if you follow this ministry, you already know what we believe and what we teach about certain things. You want to be able to say that Deborah said or Mm -hmm. Watchman said rather than the word of Yah said. So this is why the scripture tells you to avoid foolish foolish questions. A foolish question is a, a one where a person already know the answer. They already got they the, already answer. Know the answer. They're yeah. not trying to find out anything. Yep. They are just trying to do, like I just said a few moments ago, stir up the devil.
1: They're trying to stir up something, right? Or oh, they're trying to bait you with these questions. I see that mm-hmm. a lot. Of people trying to bait you with these questions. You know what I'm saying? That's why you got to be careful. And this this next one is a good example because this next spirit, spiritual um um, um spirit that we're going to talk about, um. People want to know your views on things because of the new laws that's been passed against all this um, spirit of whoredoms, okay? Mm -hmm. This spirit of whoredoms is real, okay? The spirit of whoredoms deal with, with, I want to say, two or three different categories, okay? Spirit of whoredoms deal with um, the homosexual thing. It deals with the love of money. It deals with the love of things. It deals with bestiality, and it deals with um, child abuse, Okay? That's the spirit of whoredoms. It's a spirit that's on a person that's causing them to go into any of these categories, okay? So let's start with the broke, with the first one, okay? The, the homosexual spirit, okay? Spirit of whoredoms. That's the, first of all, let's, let's go to... I'm going to read Hosea. You go to Romans chapter 1, verse 26. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do this one in Hosea. Hosea chapter 4, verse 12. Let's do what it says here, okay? It says... Hosea chapter four, verse 12, okay? It says, my people asked counsel at their stocks and their staff declared unto them, for the spirit of whoredoms have caused them to err and they have gone a whoring from under their Elohim. Now you hear that? It said they, they, have, they have the spirit of whoredoms, okay? So now we're gonna cover some of this. Look, go to Romans chapter one, verse 26 and read that.
2: Romans chapter one, verse 26 reads as follows. It says, for this cause, Elohim gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature.
1: Twenty seventeen,
2: And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men working that which was unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet.
1: Okay. Now this again is that spirit of whoredom that's upon the men and the women that, that turn their natural affection around to desire those of their, of their own kind. Mm-hmm. So this is a this is a spirit of whoredom that's upon a person mm-hmm. when you see this kind of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's a spirit of whoredom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the next one I want to show you here is is a love of money. Let's go to Timothy chapter 1, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10.
2: 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10 reads as follows. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows.
1: Okay, notice it says the love of money. So they love money so much to where they'll do all kinds of wickedness to get this money. This is why you see people selling drugs, people selling their bodies, people selling their children, people doing all kinds of crazy stuff in the world today for what? Money, right? Money, it's all about money. You see, so people, they have the love of money is the root of all evil. Man, it didn't say part evil. It said all evil. The love of money is behind a lot of it, right?
3: Mm -hmm.
2: So
1: that's what you got to understand, right? Now, Titus chapter one, verse six through 12. Read that one.
2: Titus chapter one, verses six through 12 reads as follows. It says, if any be blameless, the man of one woman having faithful children not accused of riot or unruly for an elder must be blameless as the steward of Elohim, not self-willed, not soon angry, Mm
4: -hmm. not
2: given to wine, no striker, not given to filthy lucre, but a lover of hospitality, a lover of good men, sober, just, holy, temperate, holding fast the faithful word as he has been taught that he may be able by sound doctrine both to extort and to convince the gainsayers. For there are many unruly and vain talkers mm-hmm. and deceivers, Listen. especially they of the circumcision, mm, mm,
1: mm.
2: whose mouths must be stopped,
1: Yasharal.
2: who subvert whole houses, teaching things which they ought not, for filthy lucre's sake. For money's
1: sake, uh uh-huh.
2: One of themselves, even a prophet of their own, said the Cretans are always liars, evil beasts,
1: slow bellies. Mm, mm, mm. So basically notice what he's saying here, right? He talked about how they are going to be unruly people, vain talkers, deceivers, and he said especially of the circumcision. Wow. Those that are of (laughs) Yasharal, God's people, right? And so you got to understand, but it's all for money.
2: Right. I want to say this. Yeah, listen. I want to say this family. Mm -hmm. See, it ain't just about, see, when, when the scripture talks about doctrines of devils. Yeah. It's not just talking about people who's preaching from the Bible. It's not just talking about clergymen. It's not just talking about ministers and teachers. It's also talking about internet gurus. Mm. These wow. are doctrines too that are coming forth. There are a lot of internet
1: gurus yes. out
2: here. When I when I was listening to this scripture, y'all, y'all yeah. gotta understand something.
1: Isn't this something?
2: Y'all have to understand something that um, the Bible don't think like we think.
1: We With think some, Yeah, mm-hmm. we,
2: we we think that people have to be, you know, they gotta have a Bible in their hand to teach a doctrine. A doctrine of a devil Ain't got to have nothing to do with a Bible. A doctrine of a devil can be a doctrine or a teaching that's going forth into the world that is causing people to err from the truth.
1: Yes, listen.
2: And so as we listen to this, it says, For there are many unruly and vain talkers listen. and deceivers. Wow. And when it says, especially they of the circumcision, talking about Yashuael.
1: Vain talkers. Okay, listen,
2: y'all. Listen. Listen, y'all. Just because somebody don't know they're Israel or one of the children of Judah, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they can't be included in this. A lot of our people haven't awakened to who they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Some of y'all know what we're talking about. Yeah,
1: you know what we're talking about. That's
2: exactly what the shy girl. If y'all want to know what I'm, who I'm talking about, look at what shy girl is saying there. Yeah, it says, "For many, for there are many unruly, vain talkers and deceivers, especially they of the circumcisions." And the scripture says, whose mouths must, must be, be stopped. stopped.
1: That's what it says, yeah.
2: Who subvert whole houses. Whole houses, yep. teaching things which they ought not to be yep. teaching. For what? For filthy lucre's sake. For money's
1: sake. Y'all hear this? For money's sake.
2: And we have a lot of our people who follow after these people, making the declaration that they are the voice of Yah in this hour. And they're telling you to sleep with prostitutes. Yeah. And they're telling women that it's okay to sleep around. And
1: Don't save yourself. For, don't, 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 save yourself because you, you, you want Yah to send you a husband. What you saving yourself for? Exactly. This is the stuff they're saying, right? And
2: this blasphemous stuff was one of the last broadcasts they did before the before they went to meet their maker. And no one is making light of anyone's death. That's right. We are crying aloud and we are sparing not. But in that last video, they were making a mockery of a daughter of Zion who was praying to the Most High, asking the Most High to send her a husband. And they made a mockery and lifted up their hands and they were doing fake speaking in tongues right there on the video, the video. As if a woman who was praying to the Most High for a husband is in folly.
1: Like she's stupid or something because she praying to Yah for a husband. She keeping herself. She don't want to get out of here and be a fornicator, but it's stupid though. You see what I'm saying? And He's again, teaching they made, that
2: stupid. And they again they made a mockery of a woman praying, speaking in tongues, waiting for God as he called them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so when the scripture said, Whose mouths must be stopped. Wow. Who subvert whole houses, teaching things which ought not be taught for filthy lucre's sake. You brothers yeah. who were following after this man, calling him God's voice in this hour, you better repent. Because you were spreading that around Yashrael even. Right. There were those in the so-called truth saying that that man was God's voice Yep, in this hour. Posting yeah. this stuff on Facebook for others to read and many agreed with. Saying that the Most High sent him.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and that's something. yeah when you when you look at this scripture here i'm telling you this scripture screams and that's why i I grabbed this scripture because this scripture here it screams this person here when it says how there would be vain talkers and deceivers especially day of the circumcision. let you know it's gonna be one of y'all's people one of y'all's people yep whether they know they're israel or not yep whose mouth must be must be stopped that that just screams it all for money's sake you see, there's a lot of people on the net. I'm going to tell you right now. There's a lot of people on the internet. There's a lot of people on YouTube that's teaching all kinds of things. And they're doing it for money's sake. Mm-hmm. They don't want to teach the truth. They don't want to preach the truth. It's all about money. So they, whatever sounds good, I'm going to go for that,
2: you know? As a matter of fact, they try to discourage you from seeking the most high by telling you don't wait on God. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just been two days, but the mo- the most high have spoken loud and clear. The most high shut this, this man's mouth. The most high. There yeah. are even those who are trying to say, oh no, he died from a heart condition. He died from this, that, and the third. As if the most high doesn't have control over whether or not a person's heart stops.
1: You know, you know what I find amazing? At the end of this person's last video, I had watched it. He had a voice that was screaming and his voice was saying, "Oh God, no! He uses these. Things. Oh God, no! Just kept saying it at the end of it. And he was saying that for a woman that's waiting for a man through the Most High, waiting for Yah to send her man. She's saving herself, and he was making light of it, like it's so, like like, like, it's like foolish like to wait it's on Yah, foolish yeah. to wait on him. And that this man was like, uh, like, like she was that horrible." To where, when he comes, when he sees this woman, he's, oh God, no! That's how bad this woman was. Mm-hmm. And the two women he had on his show, I thought it was. I said, man, this is just that. That would be his last show. Mm. Uh-huh. I tell you, y'all ain't playing. Y'all he's is not, not playing. playing. That's right.
2: There, are, there are many on the net doing these things. But again, this man making a mockery of the ruach Kakadesh. Yeah, and a woman who's essentially praying and waiting, praying in tongues, whatever, praying to the Most High, waiting for a husband. You make it seem like she's a foolish woman. Yeah. And like she's a punishment, and the man is like, oh God, no, not her. This ain't no game.
1: This ain't no game. This
2: is why the scripture says something about creeping into houses, subverting whole houses, teaching things that you shouldn't teach. Mm-hmm. So the Most High will silence a person. Yep. And then, again, there were those who were trying to connect this man dying to a righteous man who died. This is why I say our people are messed up. Yeah. A righteous man who is teaching and speaking the word of Yah, if he passes on, he went home. Don't make a connection between that righteous man passing away and this wicked man. Don't do it.
1: Yes, absolutely. You know, it's just... It's sad where we are as a people, how we are and how we think, and we can't judge righteously. Mm-hmm. You can't. We can't judge things righteously. We look at things and we say, well, well, well wait a minute. You know, like you look at the scripture, Moses died,
3: mm-hmm.
1: right? Moses died. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob died, right? Mm-hmm. Abraham, Isaac, all these guys died, right? It ain't the same when Yah, sometimes he pour judgment on people. And he judges these people, and he literally kills these people. Now, Ahab's death is different than Moses' death. I'm sorry. Come on now. Ahab's death is different than Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob's death. Come on It's now. different. You can't say that they all the same. You got to have the spirit of discernment. Don't you understand what that means? You got to have the spirit of discernment, right? Jezebel's death was different then, then, our Ruth's death.
2: Come on now.
1: Huh? Or Esther's death. Come on now. It was different. Yes. You know, man, it's like we don't have this. We don't have no spirit of, of discernment these days. My we y'all. can't discern anything. Oh, you know, oh, we try to put everything in the same bowl, right? It ain't in the same bowl. It's different. It's different. Woe unto you who call good evil and evil
2: good. Before I even saw uh, the sister posting that, I was just about to say, and it was, came yeah. strolling up. <laughs> oh, unto you, yeah. who call good evil and evil good. The evil
1: good, yep.
2: The Most High is stopping mouths, y'all.
1: Yeah, he's shutting them, shutting the mouths fast. High,
2: yes, he is. And this is not to celebrate, this is for you to fear. The scripture said that when the Most High judges someone, it is for the rest of us to fear.
1: That's but right. But instead
2: of some of our people responding in fear you responding in pride
3: yeah
1: mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. I'm gonna tell you some of these people that are wicked like that you want to keep you gonna keep far away from them and their teachings yes absolutely. because when y'all judges you better keep far away from that stuff because y'all judging you know yes she is let's go to first John chapter 2 verse 15 I can read that one I'm gonna let you go to this one here because we're gonna cover this topic okay. real quickly Leviticus mm-hmm. Okay, the love of things. People, another um, um, type of spirit that a person can have on them is the, is they can have this love for things, right? Mm-hmm. And and let's go to this one in First John, chapter two, verse fifteen. This is what it says. It says, "Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world." If any man love the world, the love of the, of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of Yah abideth forever. So notice, it says, love not the world, neither the things in the world. The things, there are things in the world. People are loving things like money. Mm-hmm. Um, and other things. You know, they're just going beyond. You got people talking about marrying uh, 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 an object. Mm-hmm. You know, going up to objects, one person had a column, was hugging a column, talking about they love it, this column. It's like these people are going out of their mind, mm-hmm. trying to marry objects even. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this weird stuff going on. People are, are into the, they're just loving some of anything and everything. It's crazy, mm-hmm. you know? It's really crazy, you know? They're loving these things. Now, notice it says, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. That's all flesh, demons. All flesh. All of it is flesh, you see? Mm-hmm. You got people, they, they covet. What do they covet? They cover the things that they see. It's things that they see all the time. That's when they covet these things, right? Mm-hmm. Because they have the lust of the eyes going on. Mm -hmm. and so they see this thing that's what david did david when he saw that woman right he saw her and the lust of the eyes got to working in him yes it took on then the lust of the flesh got to working and then he had to go and get this woman by having her husband killed you see that so a whole lot of things worked on david before and David was blind by it, to the point where he, he threw it out of his head that he even did anything wicked. Right.
2: <laughs> Woo. Threw it out of his own mind. Threw it, it out of, of his, seat, own his
1: own mind. Self. Yeah. You know? So understand that, right? Now another one we want to talk about, this um bestiality, is another item that uh, it talks about the spirit of whoredoms. Okay, this is verse this is Leviticus chapter 18, verse 23.
2: Leviticus chapter 18, verse 23 reads as follows. Neither shall you lie with any beast to defile defile yourself therewith. Neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down thereto. It is confusion.
1: That's right. It is confusion.
2: That is one of those things today that people, they're they're trying to get laws passed. As a matter of fact, I believe in some countries, it's okay for you to do this stuff. But the Bible says this is confusion. Not only is confusion, it is disgusting.
1: Yes, it is.
2: But because iniquity shall abound, people are just going after anything that pleases the flesh. Anything that pleases the flesh. And yeah. you have laws being passed in justification of these things.
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: That's because there is a mindset. When you, like, when I think about the, the polyamory that we're starting to hear more and more about. Yeah. Okay polyamory is a person who says, I can't make up my mind who I want to be with, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, one of the Smith children is into that, where they say they can be with uh, a a group of people all at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine that at some point, polyamorous might say, you know what, why don't you bring your dog Rover too?
1: (laughs) It's that crazy. It's really that crazy. The other scripture was um, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 15. I can read that one. It says, if any man, if any... Let me make sure I got it right. Chapter 20, verse 16. Verse
2: 16.
1: I'm going to read 15 and 16. It says, if any man lie with a beast, he shall surely be put to death, and you shall slay the beast. If, if a woman approach unto any beast and lie down thereto, thou shalt kill the woman and the beast, and they surely and they shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. According okay. to Scripture, get them out of here. Yeah. <laughs> the beast, too, just get rid of all that beast, like, oh, man, you had to mess things up.
2: Now I got to get killed because of you? I remember there was a story wow. years ago where this guy was messing around with this dog, and the woman said she knew something was weird when she would go, his. her dog was acting strange, okay? And one of her neighbors or something was messing around with her dog, and the dog had a look of shame, too. Yeah. afterwards she said my dog was acting strange afterward and so it was almost as if the dog knew the judgment of y'all like can somebody just get me out of, off the planet now can somebody yeah. just end my life because this fool messed around with me That that's the literally the yeah. look the dog had on his face when the news was reporting on yep. it and the woman was talking about what was happening with her dog and it's like it was like the innocence of that poor creature was gone and the poor creature actually had a look of shame like he really wanted somebody to just just euthanize me, okay? Because yeah. this man done defiled me.
1: I remember that when she showed <laughs> it. It looked like like just he just looked horrible. I said that poor animal. You know, mm-hmm. this is Titus chapter two. And for the
2: record, y'all, that was a black man. Yeah, it was a black woman whose whose dog it belonged to. Sure was. And her neighbor was a black guy who was messing with her dog, and she was she was disgusted by it
1: it's like you you, let me explain something to you right now lust the spirit of lust is a huge demon lust if you can see in the spirit realm of how lust blankets this world is incredible It's everywhere okay but what happens is lust is one of those things that can grow and warp into many different things a person can just have basic lust right um, which is, um, let me give you an example. Like, uh, a young person growing up, okay, they're going to have a desire to want to be with the opposite of, of their sex, right? Mm-hmm. Because they uh, they, man, they look at the idea of being married and having children, right? And, and there's a point where it's all innocent in their thinking, right? Once their thinking gets twisted and they started going beyond the innocence of everything and they start thinking about the the other the lustful stuff right then that lust can get warped into many other things right Mm -hmm. and sometimes people get these these lustful appetites and they can't they can't um satisfy them and they just continue to grow because that's how lust is it just continue to grow and grow and grow, mm. right? It's almost like a balloon that you're putting helium in, right? Mm. And you keep putting, you keep that balloon hooked to that thing, it's gonna just keep on going, going, going to one day it's gonna just pop, right? Oh, yes. Destroy the person's life, basically, mm. right? So understand that's how lust is. So then a person can't give themselves to lust like that. They can't give themselves to that stuff because all it's gonna do is just keep growing. That's why, guys, I want one life, I want two, now I want three. You know, Solomon let it get to the point where he had over a thousand women, right? That's crazy. And so we see those examples
2: in scripture where people act like they can't control those desires. That's because they yes. didn't arrest their thoughts. They didn't yep. bring their thoughts into captivity. That's right. But we also see examples in scripture of Joseph. Joseph had a woman literally throwing herself at him. Yep. Uh, a prominent woman. Yep. Yep. In the in the land of Egypt a prominent woman the wife of Pharaoh. That's right throwing herself Yeah, Portipher's wife. Yeah, the wife of Pharaoh, but Portipher's wife,
1: wife. That's right
2: Throwing herself at him But he was so strong in his spirit. That's right. He had so much strength and armor of Yah on him To where when this woman tried to corner him he ran and got the heck out of Dodge He said, you ain't about to pull me down into the muck and the mire because I'm stronger than that. You can lie on me. You can tell your husband whatever, but I'm not going to make it true by doing what you want. So you can now forever have this over my head. And if I don't do what you want again, you can say, well, I'm telling on you. That's right. You did that anyway. But the truth prevailed because he was in, he had enough integrity yep. and righteousness in his heart yep. to say, I'm not going to let lust overtake me.
1: That's right. Oh, you
2: might be a beautiful woman, but you That's ain't right. getting me with that. You ain't
1: getting me with that. So
2: I want to encourage you young men
1: out there. Flee fornication. Flee. Run. That's what the <laughs> words say. Yeah. Flee for Like Joseph. Yeah. Flee fornication, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Flee this stuff. Flee you for lust. Mm-hmm. Right, that war against the soul. You're supposed yeah. to flee this stuff, right? So so understand that, you know what I mean? Right. You got to be like Joseph. <laughs>
2: right, you don't you have can't... to follow after the ways yeah. of, of um, David and Samson. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you Let me tell you something, right? If anything is bothering you in any kind of way, you got to deal with that thing. You can't sit back and say, well, you know what, yeah, yeah I got these thoughts bothering me, so I'm going to just, you know, uh, 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 I'm going to just entertain them. You know, I'm going to sneak and watch this, sneak and watch that, dip into this, dip into that. And if there's a young lady I can get hold of, now you done messed up. Now this thing is bothering you. It got you doing all this crazy stuff going on. Or if there's a young you man know, that you get out. <laughs> yeah. And next thing you know, it warps. It, lust is very bad and it does warps a person's mind when they get too much into it. This is why men go into homosexuality and go into other things. Women go into lesbianism because it it warps the mind it warps the mind all they want is what whatsoever can please the flesh
2: and I want to say this and what does the world do what does the, the system do yeah the system says well because you have these desires no one has a right no yeah. one notice how they package it all for you yeah they don't have a right to tell you who to love yeah. you can't help who you love
1: <laughs> or what you love or
2: what you love. <laughs> It's it's no one's right to tell you you can't love this one or that one, even though you're both the same. They make it seem so nice and pretty. And and like the person who is um, denying you of this is so bad. Yeah. How dare they tell you that you can't love her and you're a girl or love him and you're a boy. That's not (laughs) right. You can't help who you love. How dare they tell you? Next is going to be, they can't tell you not to love your dog or your horse. Mm, mm, mm. How dare they do that? It's Mm, not right mm, to tell. mm. How dare they tell you this? (laughs) Walt wants to use that call good evil and evil good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, This is really, that's what I'm saying. See, that's why I said lust is dangerous because it can warp into anything. Mm. Person can be, they can have natural affection one day. Next thing you know, they got unnatural affection the next day. Next day after that. Because what it is, is it can warp because they're feeding it too much. And eventually, that don't satisfy. That's why people, look, look, watch this, right? Same thing with drugs, right? Watch this. So you got a young man that's heavy into smoking weed. And afterward that weed, just, I can't get enough out of this weed. Anything else? Next you know, they smoking and drinking, right? Mm-hmm. And they I can't, can't can't, get to that point, you know? So next you know, now they're getting weed with stuff mixed in the weed, right? And they smoke Man, oh man, I'm gone now. Then that ain't enough. Next thing you know, they're trying to go directly into other drugs. Do y'all have anything else to show? I'm telling you, back in the days, I used to see this thing go down and used to trip me out. Man, what's going on? I remember one time we were playing basketball in the backyard. We neighborhood kids used to come in the backyard and we all be playing basketball, right? So we playing basketball. Next thing you know, uh, one of our friends showed up and he was gone and he was on acid. He was on acid. Takes his wallet, throw it in the middle of the court, right? We playing basketball, and says, "I dare any of y'all to touch it." Mm. Yeah, he was crazy. He's going out of his mind. He's like, "What's going on, man? What's going on? We just trying to play basketball, man." Was it? You said, "Yeah, touch that wallet. I dare you." He was just going crazy, you know.
2: He was like, "We don't want your wallet, man." <laughs> yeah, everybody was
1: like, "Man, what's going on, man?" If we all knew him, he was a friend, you know. And it was just, I'm sitting there, I'm like, "Man, my brothers all like, like, like this dude gone." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but that's what happened. He he dipped in drugs and kept going from one thing. The next thing you know, he was on acid. That happened a lot back in those days. People they go from one thing to another because they're trying to satisfy the flesh. And your flesh is like a you don't know the scripture a called call a a, a a whore a, a deep a deep ditch. A deep ditch. <laughs> <laughs> they call the yeah. a deep ditch, the flesh is like that. It's like a deep ditch. You can't satisfy it, right? Yeah. Why do you think you see people? Let me tell you something. Watch this, right? Why do you think a person can get 800 pounds, 900 pounds in weight, huh? Because they then they became addicted to that food and they eating it, eating it, eating it, eating. It. They can't stop, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, one time I saw this one video of this guy. He sat back, he must have ate five or six hamburgers. I'm like, five or six? I could barely eat one. He was eating five or six hamburgers and he just... Just get bigger and bigger and bigger And all these french fries He had hot dogs on the plate too and just mm-hmm. He's just stuffing them I'm like man But the sad part about his reality Is he couldn't even go get it himself
2: Nope Somebody was enabling him So you gotta be careful of enablers There are people who yes. will see the sins that you have Yeah Whether it's gluttony Whether it's some type of lust thing Yes And they will help feed it
1: They'll That's give right. you what
2: you desire They will help to send you to the grave early
1: Yeah Yeah. Whether it's a
2: natural grave or a spiritual grave.
1: I've seen parents do that to children. Mm -hmm. Just let them keep eating and eating. they feeding. Boy, boy, that's huge. But he's hungry. But he's hungry, though. I want to give him something. But you're trying to kill him, you know? And so that's the thing that we're talking about. All of these things that we're talking about, when you're you're setting out to please the flesh, the desires of the flesh, all these spirits are at work in your flesh. Mm
3: -hmm. All these
1: different emotions and spirits and things are going on. And it's like, it's never pleasing. I'm telling you right now, that flesh will ruin you. That's why it's better not to even walk in the flesh. you better be in the spirit.
2: Like, I want to expound like, Ultimate War Machine, the the deep ditch. I want to expound on that more. When it says a horse like a deep ditch, she ain't the only deep ditch ditch. There's a lot of deep ditches out here. Think about falling down into a hole. Yeah. A deep ditch is something that you're going to need help getting out of, right? Because you're so far down, ain't no climbing up. Most times, a ditch has a smooth wall, yeah. right, or a wall that is so um,
1: yeah you straight can't just, up and yeah. down
2: that you can't just climb up. It's not a rock wall either. Most of the time, a deep ditch is something that you are literally stuck in, and yeah. so it's almost like an impossibility to get out. Yeah, and this is why, this is why we need the whole armor of Yah.
1: Yeah,
2: right, so that you don't fall into that deep ditch. Some people get into these situations; they get into this the lust, they get into the desires of the flesh, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life, and they can't dig themselves out of it. Yeah. This is why it goes from bad to worse when people allow yep. themselves to be consumed by sin to begin with. But guess what? Is there anything too hard for Yah?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: If a person, I can imagine that if a person is in a deep ditch where it seems impossible for them to get out, the Most High says, I draw nigh to those who are of a broken heart and a contrite spirit. A person who repents. I can imagine the Most High lifting them up out of the ditch and they don't have to climb out at all. Mm-hmm. If they have true repentance of the heart.
1: Yes. And let me tell you, some ditches y'all have to literally get you. let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. You can dig a hole, right? If somebody was to dig a hole <laughs> that's um, six feet wide in diameter, right? But Ten feet deep, you can't even come up out. You you can't even dig out of that hole. You can't even climb out of it. You can't even jump. We talking about just dirt, you right? You can't even climb out of it. You, somebody have to give you a rope because you can't. You literally cannot climb out of that hole. Mm. And people are just digging and digging themselves deeper and deeper into these things. And like I said, these things are it's just it's just like a tree. Now watch this, right? <sighs> When when you see a tree That's an unnecessary tree Growing in your spirit Right Mm -hmm. It's a little tree It's a little plant Yes When it's small And it's it's something that you know Ain't supposed to be there, you can just pluck it up Right Because it's small But Let me tell you something Once that thing get to be About four feet tall It's hard to yank them things Out of the ground You might be able to yank it out Or dig it up with a shovel Right But it's going to be a lot harder Let that thing get ten feet tall It's going to be even harder, right? Now let it grow into a full tree. That's the problem. Some of us aren't dealing with these things and we wait till they become a big giant tree and then we go to crying out. Oh man, can you help me, sister? Can help me? Brother, can you help me? I oh, mean, well the thing is this big now. Now you got to have a professional come out with a saw.
2: Like Desiring Y'all says, uproot it now. Yeah. When it's this small, when you it's can, small, you can use your fingertips and pull it out. Oh you, oh, yeah. oh, you don't belong there. Pull it out then.
1: And young people, young people, listen to me. You young people out there deal with things now okay some things you are telling your parents you need to deal with these things if you're having problems in your thoughts deal with this stuff now talk to your parents deal with the stuff now get this stuff out of your head now because if you let it grow and fester i keep telling my mama this i keep telling my daddy this and you just let that stuff fester you're gonna look up and you're gonna have a problem on your hands
2: Yes, like a pi says, nip it in the bud when it's small. When
1: it's small, yeah, exactly. When it's
2: small, when you can handle it, when you can deal yeah. with it. Yeah. Don't wait till it become a mountain.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so that's just how it is. You got to deal with this stuff early on. Now I got two more scriptures. I want one ahead. more thing to say.
2: Don't wait till that tree, because you know some trees when you plant them right away they don't produce fruit. Don't wait till the tree starts oh, producing fruit. Oh my goodness! Because then Ooh. it becomes like that legion of demons we talked about. <laughs> yes, Once right. you start producing fruit, that means producing seeds too. So it can multiply at that. Yeah, point. Those
1: seeds can fall on the ground. Next thing you know, you got a old a mess of seeds. Think about growing. maple trees.
2: We have maple trees that take root. We don't be planting these things either. When those things fall, if you don't get all them little helicopters, you a maple tree here. There's a maple tree there. Yeah. There's a maple tree here. Here's one more. Really yeah. We got quite a few that we need to um, clip up now. That Landed in places that they're not supposed to be. That's right. If we wait 10 years from now, that thing's going to be a full tree. Even two <laughs> years from now it's going to be a full tree. Yeah, two But right years. now, some of them we are able to just pull up like this. Okay, mm-hmm. you out of there. I love maple trees, but you're not in a good spot right here. You, you yeah. don't belong in the middle of the driveway. Yeah. Okay? You don't belong in the middle of the grapevine, right? Yeah. And then there are some that we have let get kind of sizable where we're going to have to dig them up. Okay? That's right. See, plucking, digging. Now... When it gets to the point where you have to call in a professional to chop it
1: down, <laughs> you don't let it go too far. It's going went yeah. too far. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you don't let it go too far. Let's go to Titus chapter two verse four.
2: Someone says it will become a tree that you can hang yourself on. The king's yeah. daughter. Wow. Yeah,
1: exactly. Now this next scripture here is is dealing with um children. It says and they that they this is um uh, Titus chapter two verse four. It says that they may teach the young women to be sober and love their husbands and love their children. Okay? So basically, it's letting you know you're supposed to have love for your children. You're supposed to have love for your husbands. Husbands, you supposed to have love for your wives, right? I want to back have, it
2: up to verse three, if you don't mind. Oh,
1: okay, go ahead.
2: It says, the aged women likewise. Well, as a matter of fact, starting at verse one, it says, but speak the things which become sound doctrine. Wow,
1: sound doctrine, that's right. That the
2: aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in Mm. love, and in patience, right? Wow. Then it says, and the aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becoming holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, but teachers of good things.
1: Right. That they
2: may teach the young women yes. to be sober, to love their men, to love their children. Right. To be discreet, chase keepers at home, obedient to their own men, that the word of Elohim be not, not blasphemed.
1: blasphemed. Wow. Awesome. awesome. That the word
2: of Elohim be not blasphemed.
1: Mm, mm, mm.
2: So when the men and the women aren't doing these things, notice it talk about the aged men and the yeah. age women, right? Yep when the, the the aged men and the aged women are not doing these things,
1: yep. See it.
2: there's a cause for the word of Yah to be blasphemed. That's right. Because we ain't doing what we're supposed to be doing out here. That's why the black community is in shambles because the aged men and the aged women are, mm-hmm. Not,
1: mm-hmm. are not doing teaching yep. these
2: things that this passage told them to teach. Wow. And they're not living the way it told them to live it says sound doctrine mm-hmm. now notice we talked about false doctrines that are swirling today mm-hmm. the commandment here is to teach sound doctrine because doctrines are being taught, y'all right. or yeah. being taught doctrines are being taught yeah but is it sound doctrine and that is the problem that we are having with all of these yeah. internet gurus yeah. who are popping up teaching things yeah red table talk telling people stuff that's contrary to the most high yah mm-hmm. internet gurus telling people that you can do this that and the third and the most High said no not so
1: exactly
2: so there are doctrines being taught but here the most high commands the aged men and women to teach sound doctrine
1: mm-hmm. right there in the word you got to teach sound doctrine right all this stuff that's that's mm-hmm. why I tell you, that the Internet can be dangerous, you know. Yes, you, a really. young person get on the Internet, it can mess them up. You know what I mean? A young person, I'm going to just keep it real, y'all. A young person don't need to be on no Internet. Not if they don't have, if you don't have any type of control over them, they don't need to be on the Internet. You got to have control over them. They got to know what they can do and what they can't do, and they can't be the type of child to want to sneak you know what I mean? If you got a child that's sneaking and trying to do something, you need to turn the internet off of them because mm-hmm. all it's going to do is let some bad stuff get in their spirit. Things that's going to grow, and eventually it could be dangerous to them, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, this last one deals with the spirit of the anti-messiah, okay? The <laughs> anti-messiah is another dangerous spirit that can get on a person, okay? Mm-hmm. This is 1 John chapter 2, verse 18 through 23.
2: 1 John, chapter 2, this is third John, okay, 1 John, t- chapter 2, verses 18 through 23, and it reads as follows, it says, little children, it is the last times, and as ye have heard that anti shall come, even now there are many anti whereby we know that it is the last times they went out from us, but they were not of us for if they had been of us. They would have no doubt continued with us, but they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not of us, Mm. but ye have an unction from the Holy one and ye know all things. I have not written unto you because you know, not the truth, but because ye know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he that denies that Yahusha is Hamashiach? The Mashiach, yep. He is the anti he is the anti Mashiach that denies the Father and the Son. Whosoever denies the Son, the same has not the Father. But he that acknowledges the Son has the Father also.
1: Wow. So the spirit of the Antichrist is is I thought, I, I'm i going to tell you something. I have seen so many people that turn away from the Mashiach, from Yahushua HaMashiach, over the past 10 years until I've been shocked. People that were strong believers of the Messiah are have just completely thrown it off. I came across a video the other day by accident, and the video was a guy um, teaching about why he, no longer believe in the new testament and why he no longer believe in the messiah and i said wow you know there's so much of that going on nowadays you know mm. there's a lot of it going on but let me tell you something we got some teachings that we're going to be bringing forth that's going to counter this here thing here and those that don't believe in them hopefully the most i will use is to bring some of them back you know but hey that's a that's a bad spirit that, that denying spirit it denies the father denies the son right you know and it's, it's 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 almost like a um a rebellion yeah you know it's a re- rejecting the most high that's a dangerous thing you know absolutely yep well family i hope this lesson was a blessing to you you're trying to get you to understand how these spirits work and how you got to really check yourself all the time yeah you know, we gave you some very personal examples of our lives and things that we've gone through i've gone through and how I got to deal with things all the time, you know, I have to deal with things because no. I think, yeah, we all got to, you know what I'm saying? Um, have to
2: fight the good fight.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I have to be careful when I'm dealing with mechanical things. I'm working. I, I work with my hands all the time. I do a lot of work all the time, and so, you know, it, it's, I don't like to waste time when I'm doing work because I got a lot on my table. And mm-hmm. so, when I get the, when things get to going belly up, I have to pull back from it sometimes. Say, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> give myself a break because if I don't, I'm just it's just gonna bother me, you know. And so mm-hmm. you have to know what you're dealing with in your own self. You gotta know yourself. Yeah. You know, you gotta know yourself to the point you say, wait a minute. You know, there were that one time I remember I was working on something. Listen to this, I'm gonna say this real quickly. I was working on something under the sink as a, a kitchen plumbing thing that I was working on. But I was frustrated with it. It wasn't going as planned. I was there were some problems with the pipes, and the way this uh, it was done was just crazy, and I had to redo it. And so while I was working on it, I was getting frustrated. I was tired. It was late in the evening, and it, it came to me, you should call it quits.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, I got to get this done. I'm frustrated. I'm irritable, frustrated and irritable, and I kept pushing on, right? I pushed on until I almost cut my finger off. Yeah. You hear me? I literally almost cut my finger off. But I you didn't was, listen to that voice. I didn't listen to the voice. Yet, it's like, you need to call it quits. You're getting worked up. You're getting this, you getting that. You're going to make a mistake. You need to chill. It was like, I knew it. I knew better, right? When I almost cut my finger off, but blood was everywhere. I had to get rushed to the hospital so they could stitch my finger up. And my blood pressure shot up like crazy as a result of it. Mm-hmm. After that, let me tell you something. I sat back. I said, "Man, that, it took a long time for it to heal. To this day, it still feels numb. I can move it and everything, but it still feels numb." But I'm gonna tell you something. I learned a valuable lesson that day.
3: Mm-hmm. That
1: day, let me tell you, when I'm working on stuff now. I know. I said, "You know what? I'm gonna chill." I, you know, I, if you it, get it ain't, tired, or if it ain't working out, you get run into problems. Back away from it, you know. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Well, mm-hmm. on that note, family, we love you all. We, we want you, you to we enjoy the rest enjoy. of your yeah, day. It. Yes, thank you for joining us. And just enjoy yourself, enjoy you know. Enjoy the
2: rest of your day. Get some rest. I am. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. I am, too. On that note, we're going to say, shabba shalom, shalom, family. shalom,
2: family.
0: a new email address and it's cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com i'll say it again cliff note one word the letter q the letter n the letter a at yahoo.com you can send me questions comments concerns or even let me know how i'm doing thank you